three have gathered once again for the 19th time at the end of the weird path in the weirder woods. We're gathered around a small fire and a medium-sized cauldron because, you know, we do, we're doing bigger spells these days, not just your standard bread bowl spells. And once we finish our spell, we will gather and fly off into the night on several seagulls. Wait, that oh, is, no, we'll put one foot, we'll on, each stand on. on two of them, and Wait, then fly oh, up. This is okay, so you're saying we're going to get, like, six seagulls? And six just, or more, if they, if they bring a couple extra, sure. Like, like just a flock of seagulls? A flock like of seagulls. Band? Like the band? Is that it, what you're going for? Nothing wrong with that band. I, well, why maybe, not just a broom? One broom per person, three brooms total. Brooms the, are for sweeping. No, this they're is, for I'm trying. To, like be fun. This is a fun. Maybe there'll be more birds. We can rest our hands. We'll get them. Some rest bread. our hands. We'll rest How our hands. How tired do your hands bird. get on a regular Vera, basis? I'm always doing spells, like waving oh, my fingers. Oh, that's, that's fair. My hands do get. We'll tired have for this bread. We could well. feed them bread, and they'll be like scream, scream. Let me ask you a question. How are we going to clean up the bread we drop? With the, a broom! <laughs> With a broom! You need a broom! Hey, everybody, I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And you are listening to the chilling podcast of Sabrina. We're going to be talking about Chapter 19, The Mandrake, the second to last episode Ooh. of the first season of Chilling. Second season. First season. Second of season. Part two of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Season oh. two, episode eight. Chapter 19. Oh, oh, Pete, you've been gone the past couple of episodes, and I've really missed this number-based banter Miss we you have. too, buddy! <laughs> this is what I call banter. Oh, boy. So, lots of stuff going down this episode. A very big episode. We have talked... I'm sure you've listened to all the podcasts, Pete, but just to give you a <laughs> yeah, quick recap. Yeah, definitely have. Uh, we've been talking about how this has felt like the second-to-last episode of the season for the past couple of episodes. It's oh just been God. building and building and building and building. Uh, but this one definitively is. Well, let me say also, this one didn't feel like a second to last episode until sort of a twist at the end, and then it did. Right. So uh, they've really kept us off our game here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's do the recap for the episode since there's lots of stuff to talk about. So, so Sabrina Spellman, so half human, half witch, except she found out a little wrinkle after she got overpowered after dying uh, in the previous episode. She may or may not be the harbinger of Satan. The apocalypse is coming. They found a picture of Sabrina made in a mosaic and a mine. As we all know, if you see anything tile-based, it's a prophecy. Oh, 100%. I know, yeah. Especially if it's in shaft number 13. I'm trying to do a backsplash, and it's all prophecies all the time <laughs> I'm bumping into. You know, it's horrible. Uh, so Sabrina was pretty upset about that. Uh, she found out about this along with her boyfriend, Nick Scratch, the bad boy of the show. Oh, oh he is man. so bad. In this episode, he only gets badder. Oh, my I God. I hope you guys yeah. have been tracking. The bad tracker has been great going off the charts. It really has. It's been all the way up to, like, 11 Right in the red zone there. Exactly. The red show, red conscientious zone, <laughs> the most bad boy zone of them all. Uh, he's downright servile in this episode. And yes. that's bad boy times two. So Nick Scratch is her boyfriend, except a little bit of a wrinkle as well in this episode. Her ex-boyfriend, Harvey, ran up to her and said, if you ever love me, come down, because he wanted to show her a bunch of tiles, as one does. <laughs> that, that's a... Uh, I was surprised that, like, that's something you yell when you want to get somebody's attention, right? I thought that was a smart move on Harvey's part, and now he has to answer a bunch of questions about it, which I don't think is fair. If I said to you, Pete, if you've ever loved me, listen up, <laughs> you'd be like, huh, no follow-up questions there. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, hey, man, a minute ago you said, if I ever loved you, 
What, I think it's a great way to get somebody's attention. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It stopped her. But it yes, literally me, stopped you're, her. You're right. It's a great way to get attention. When you in class in high school, were you yeah. like, hey, real quick, uh, teacher, if you ever loved me, what is the answer to that uh, math problem? No, that doesn't make sense because uh, me and that teacher haven't had a relationship like that. But Harvey and Sabrina oh, have. Which teachers did you have a relationship with? <laughs> 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 Renowned teacher dater, Peter Page. Well, to Pete's point, though, like, it, it, it is a great way to gather attention. Thank you, Justin. But what I'm saying is that's a big thing to say. It's sure. not just something you dash off exactly. just to be like... Also, this is the middle of the recap, so let's get back on track. Yes. Uh, this affected a number of people. It affected Nick Scratch, who kind of noticed it happening. Uh, it also affected Harvey's current girlfriend, Roz. Roz yeah. uh, now, Roz has a second site called The Cunning. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you for agreeing that her name was Roz. Pete, Roz. I appreciate that. Uh, so, <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, I was agreeing with what you were saying, not the fact. I wasn't fact checking you, you asshole. Alex, right. if you ever loved me, <laughs> finish this week. <laughs> so, uh, Ross was recently. I'll know. Oh I'll know. Then I'll know. He uh, never loved me. He never loved uh, you. There's three of us together. We're getting a little rowdy. What's <laughs> going on? A bunch of rowdy boys here. We're, yeah, we got some rowdy boys, which is like bad boys, but even better. <laughs> Just messier so to speak. So Roz was blind. She was healed by Sabrina when she had her uber powers. Uh, other human is Theo. Uh, Theo <laughs> recently uh, realized that he has been a boy all along. Mm -hmm. um, he wrestled with that a little bit, uh, but ultimately came to an understanding that he is happy with who he is and everybody yeah. else is happy as well. Um, so that's the human side of things. On the witchy side of things, bunch of stuff going on. Oh, man. There is Aunt Hilda who is Sabrina uh, Rita's aunt been really stepping up the past couple of Coming episodes. Oh yeah, she's like the main character. She's of this the show. rock, baby, holds it all together. I agreed with you completely last yeah. episode, which you definitely listened to. Yes. So uh, Aunt Hilda has been really stepping up the past couple of episodes, but she's been very nervous about what's going on with Sabrina. Meanwhile, Aunt Zelda is dealing oh. stuff with her own. She got married to Father Blackwood. Father Blackwood cast a spell on her uh, to turn her into a Stepford wife. Essentially, oh. she was broken Awful. out of that spell, but is undercover now, pretending yes. to be the Stepford wife while she is actually her usual sardonic Aunt Zelda self. It's so great. Mm. Uh, she, let's see, what else? She previously hid a baby in the woods with a wood witch. Uh, the wood as witch who eats babies. Yeah. Not a problem, as it turns no, out. No, exactly. Yeah. See, it's fine. you guys were way off the mark on that. Yeah, I, but there must have been a lot of other babies to eat. Right. Because you, you can't. Yeah, it's like putting a bunch of candy in front of you, Pete. Yeah. Like, and be like, don't eat that lollipop. Right, but yeah. if I got all their candy, I'm cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they provide. Eat this candy last. Eat this baby last. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a baby hit in the woods. Uh, she's named Letitia. Letitia, or? yeah. Letitia. Uh, there is another baby, a twin brother named Judas, who is the uh, child of Father Blackwood. Uh, she hid away the female baby because Father Blackwood is a raging misogynist who oh, has tried yeah. to destroy the, the Church of Night. He was, uh, the title of anti-pope was taken away from him last episode, Hell but he yeah. is still hardcoring on the male-centric version of the Church of Night. Uh, we should also mention the statue of Baphomet, who was in the center of the Academy of the Unseen Arts, the witchy school that Sabrina and her other witch friends go to. In Gehenna Station. Uh, Gehenna Station <laughs> was smashed. It was absolutely destroyed by a bunch of witch hunters a couple of episodes back. Other students that are probably for important for you to know, the three weird sisters, Prudence, Agatha, and of course, of course Dorcas. 
Yes. Nice. Oh, wow. That's really cute. Dorcas celebration. Uh, Prudence is the bastard child of Father Blackwood. She has been jockeying for his attention and his name over the past couple of episodes ever since she found out. He finally gave her the Blackwood name, and she's been going back and forth. In addition, the Weird Sisters have felt very uncomfortable with Sabrina's power-up. They've been kind of into it, but kind of not into it. Uh, the rest of the school, very into it, particularly because Sabrina has taken on her father's teachings and been preaching a human-witch uh, joint society. She yeah. tried to reveal herself at the end of the last episode. That didn't quite pan out because of the aforementioned Harvey running up and shouting, if you ever love me. Um, but she has recruited a bunch of people to her side, including uh, Esbeth. Yeah. I don't Esbeth. know why I can't remember the name. It's Esbeth. Esbeth. Esbeth and Melvin, uh, Dorcas's ex-boyfriend, I guess. Oh, That's well, real generous I mean, to their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would give you ma- potential hookup. Sure. The last character you probably want to know about is Miss Wardwell, a.k.a. Madam Satan, a.k.a. Lilith, a.k.a. the mother of monsters. She is the bride of the Dark Lord, uh, and she's a little bit on the outs of the Dark Lord ever since the Dark Lord made her eat her boyfriend. Well, they had a bet, never wager oh, with your man. loved ones that she lost, and then to follow that of the Dark Lord ate her boyfriend at. <laughs> well, you can't yeah. trust your uh, crow. You know what I mean? Can't trust birds. Yeah, birds yeah. be snitching. Don't trust it. birds. Eat your boyfriend. Yeah. That's what we're saying? I <laughs> That's think. what we're saying, yeah. So uh, she accidentally ate her boyfriend, Adam. Uh, she was pretty upset about well, that. Accidentally at first, but I think she finished the meal. Right. Well, he forced her. He yeah, actually he, forced he, her he to he finish the meal. Her. But yeah. she was hungry. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you have your boyfriend in front of you, unless there's a bunch of other boyfriends there, you're going to eat that boyfriend. It smells, smells great. Yeah. Well, devil, notable cook. Yes. He spends a lot of time. He he does, like, an extra dash of salt. Yeah. Which you got to do. Like, everybody undersalts their stuff. It looks like sort of a boyfriend bourguignon. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that's nice. French so that's stew. the recap. Let's jump Let's in. Let's not forget... Oh, Ambrose. what did I, oh, oh, I did forget it. I always oh, forget always what forget person. Ambrose, what know. person? Ambrose has been going through it the past couple of episodes. He is Sabrina's cousin. He was accused of killing the anti pope. Falsely. Well, I think he actually killed the anti pope. He killed him, but, uh, but he, he was, was being ratatouille. He was being ratatouille. Yes. yes. We, oh, there you go. You, you do listen sometimes. No, he, he I was there for that. Oh, you were there for that one. That's been an ongoing theory. Yeah. He loves. Right, yes. uh, so uh, Ambrose killed the antipope uh, against his will. He tried to kill Father Blackwood. Uh, he was cleared of his crimes through some shenanigans of Aunt Hilda and uh, Sabrina. Uh, they managed to work it out. So Ambrose is back at home and back in time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, 100% definitely correct on Alex, that one. Alex Alvin in the news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we're into it. Uh, this episode, second to last, with the new gang starts off, yeah. which, as we know, is Sabrina, Roz, Theo, and Nick Scratch. It was <laughs> kind of really great to see them all sitting and, around and the table. And Harvey. T- as, and Harvey. Yeah, 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 don't Harvey. forget about Harv. It was cool. Yeah. I liked that little gang. This yeah. definitely feels like a, a Riverdale-style gang of just, like, everyone's got a little bit in yeah. the mix. And well, I think, uh, I think... Harvey did his artist rendering. Yep. Uh, uh, very helpful. Yeah, very helpful. Super so super everybody's easy. sitting around looking at his artist rendering of the mosaic. A lot of art going on this episode. Uh, and they're all pretty convinced. Uh, I do like that they reversed 
from a little bit from the end of the last episode where Sabrina walked in and saw Mosaic and was like, well, uh, I'm going to cause the apocalypse. I'm here to cause hell. <laughs> yeah. And then they start this episode being like, it's a bunch of tiles, Sabrina. Let's yeah, pull it back exactly a little bit. That. I mean, even yeah. if she turns out being... 100% correct. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they pulled back on that a little bit as we opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, great line that uh, Nick Scratch has. Oh, uh, yeah. He calls him Harry. Harry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's total bad like, boy. It's Arby. Oh. There's nothing more bad boy than getting that someone's was, name slightly he wrong. Has, he kind of goes back and forth between actual bad boy and not. Uh, but that was a bad boy line. I gotta give you credit. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a bad boy. Yeah, uh, a rude boy. Maybe a rude boy. A rude boy. Yeah. An impolite boy for one second. But that's how he's dealing with uh, the thing that Harvey said. Uh, Roz is dealing with it another way. Yeah. Uh, there's two great moments of this episode with Harvey, Roz, and Theo. The first one happens right here when Harvey yeah. goes outside. Uh, Roz comes up and is like, "Hey, did you mean what you said?" And Theo's mm-hmm. like, "I gotta." I'm going to get out of here. She's like, I'm going to just, somebody hear that? Oh, somebody's called my name. It was very funny. And then later on, when, spoiler, Harvey and Roz eventually make up and they kiss, and Roz says, I love you back, Theo is sitting there on the under of the table just very awkwardly drinking drinking water. water. So funny. Yeah, that's great. Very good takes from the actor. Third third wheel for Theo. Um, Yeah, uh, what did you think about Harvey dropping the L-bomb? That was a little soon. What? I, I, think it was, I think it was a little soon. I like Harvey and Roz together. Me too. Me I too. really enjoy them. But it kind of felt like, do, do you? What? I know a come lot on, of time man. is bad. What do you mean, come on, man? No, dude, He's they've been there for each other. They're, the, you know, that whole dance, when they're making out and stuff. I thought, I thought it was earned. I thought it was earned. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, stuff hanging in the air for the Sabrina-Harvey relationship. Yeah, Sabrina and Harvey were endgame for a very long time. They're yeah. a very new relationship. I feel like they'd be more reticent to say I love you to each other, even if they're dating in real life. Oh, are they really? Yeah, they are. Harvey and Ross? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's another bughead. That's what I think's going on. I'm going to throw my theory out at you guys, okay? <laughs> okay. I think what happened is uh, they stuck uh, Betty and Jughead together, and then they started dating. They're like, oh, yeah, this really works. And I think the same thing happened with Harvey and Ross. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's how TV uh, writing, that's that's not how TV writing works. That's, that's how casting. That's I don't, how think, that's how I don't think that's how casting they works. They found love. Just let them find love. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going crazy. Okay. Okay. They can be in okay. love on their own time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think uh, Harvey <laughs> threw out love to fix the bad, the awkward situation. Because he's a great dude. No, because he is immature. You think so? I, I disagree with that. Even though Thank I thought you. it was fast, I do think it was sincere because everything Harvey does is sincere. Thank you. Ah. Uh, I don't know. It's a Ooh. solid dude. That dude's a solid dude. Do you think Harvey is becoming a little bit of a bad boy? I think Harvey is a bit of a bad boy. <laughs> oh. uh, we got a real bad boy battle. Oh, no man. The battle Harvey of bad boys. Harvey is not a bad boy. <laughs> a good old Triple B going on. Uh, triple B. Um, let's get into... Uh, so we got Wardwell. Um, she yep. actually uh, contributed to the main story this episode. Which she's yeah, been she's been sitting her in her room, staring at her fireplace, been pretty upset for a while. Yeah. Uh, she ends up... Uh, last episode, right? She pulled out her rib. She pulled out yeah. her rib. I mean, that happens when you're sad over a breakup. You pull out one of your ribs. Yeah. Right. And Try created a monster. We get to see a little bit more of the monster named Adam this episode. Uh, she controls it by... This is so gross. I don't know why this made me particularly uncomfortable. It's like a little joystick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she sticks her head inside of her uh, own chest and like jiggles where her rib used to be in order yeah. to c- control him. 
That's Very most, upsetting. Yeah. It's messed up. It was cool. And so and we, she also says her plan, which is to, uh, because she's been fighting with the Dark Lord, her revenge is to kill Sabrina because uh, she knows how important Sabrina is to his plans. Right. And Sabrina sort of taking her place as the Dark Lord's bri- bride, as we learned later in the episode, feels a little roundabout. Also, I guess so. I mean, Miss Wardwell overall throughout this episode, I, I, we were talking about this, I think, actually, for the past couple of episodes. I think she's lost her rudder at this point, yeah. right? Like, she knew what she wanted. She watched uh, the pageant that they did, realized how much she lost. The Dark Lord made her eat her boyfriend. She loved that boyfriend. There's been a lot of stuff going on with her. And I think now she's in a phase of just kind of lashing out in every direction any way she can. And that even comes down to the reversal that she does at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, she definitely is a chaos agent. And I really like that. That's why it felt like, I mean, and I also like the idea that we have a, like sort of dual villains as we're going into the series, the season finale of like of Blackwood and Wardwell. Yeah, uh, both sort of the one-two but punch. I'm really happy we finally got the reveal. Sabrina finally realizing that Madame Satan's been the one pulling the strings the whole. We'll, we'll get there in a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But Fine. I also think, I mean, she's been so, she's always so dubious of Blackwood and uh, the Dark Lord, but so trusting of Wardwell. Um, yeah. And that's just been. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, she Sabrina busts in there with her boyfriend, uh, Nick Scratch, and is like, hey, I got a new powers. Uh, you know, I want to ch- tell you about that. You can't kill me right now. You know, probably want me to. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Here's all the stuff that's happening with me. I'm like, God damn it, stop t- giving her all this information. Right. Well, uh, she already knows the information. I mean, as we've mentioned before, Sabrina barrels ahead with absolutely everything all the time. Oh, yeah. So to see Worse her and Nick <laughs> immediately go over to Miss Wardwell's place, Miss Wardwell be very arch about it and manipulate them into a situation where they get this mandrake root or suggested to them they get a mandrake root that can suck out the power so that she will never become the hard of hell. Um, the way that Michelle Gomez delivers the lines, there is no doubt if you were in that situation, you'd be like, something's fucked up with you yeah. right now. Um, you're are, evil. Yes, you're lying to me 100% definitely. But yeah. it's great. Uh, Sabrina doesn't realize, uh, Nick Scratch doesn't realize as well yeah, because they knows. trust her implicitly. Yeah, like all bad boys, Nick implicitly trusts everyone and does whatever they say. <laughs> yep. Uh, and there's and a major bad boy alert um, when uh, right after that when Nick is asking Sabrina about her feelings, yeah. doing her favors, and making her promise not to do anything rash. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, total like, bad please, boy. Please don't do anything. I'm going to go do the research that you want. Yep. I'll go I'll to the library the like you asked me to <laughs> as a bad boy, and you just continue being you. Yeah. I I did love the way they paced out that scene, though, because Nick Scratch is like, hey, Sabrina, don't do anything rash. Uh, just wait and think about it. She's like, I promise. And then immediately cuts to a scene of her going to Ambrose, but like, the apocalypse is coming, but we can stop it if we do this crazy thing that yeah. absolutely is going to go wrong. Yeah. yeah. And Ambrose is like, and Ambrose's reaction of why does this always happen to you is great as yeah. well. Like, it was very winkly written episode. Yeah. Here but, we go again. Yeah, but I enjoy that. I mean, at this no. point, we're in the 19th episode. This has happened 19 different times. Yeah. Of course, they're going to be like, oh, okay. But, and I like the, this show, the tone of the show is so uh, good for that because it's everyone's dealing with all these crazy things all the time so of course everyone's like okay what do we do Serena what do we have to do now Uh, what's your crazy scheme because she is always the center of attention because of the world yeah yeah I saw somebody uh, writing online which I thought was a smart observation that part of the reason 
a lot of the relationships in this show work is because of the focus on Sabrina. Like, that it isn't this group ensemble, so you feel like people are getting lost. It's no matter what, the show is about Sabrina. Everybody relates to Sabrina. They do have their own things going on. But ultimately, it comes back to her that gives us this very, very nice focus. Yeah. And I think that's good. Yeah, she's the the spoke uh, that the wheel of characters roll around. There you go. That's exactly how I'd describe it as well. (laughs) So she and Ambrose make this plan to get the Mandrake root that will suck out all of her powers. Uh, they go downstairs to the mortuary, put her on the table. She needs to sleep next to the mandrake root uh, that looks uh, surprisingly like a tiny little human doll. Yeah, cool. it's the carrot. It's fucked up. And Ambrose is like, gotta stay awake all night. Definitely watch what's going on. Immediately falls asleep. Uh, and when the they wake worst. up, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened with yeah. the mandrake root. So, all totally right, let's fine. go make a mud baby. Let's go well, make a mud golem. But let's make a mud golem with mud from the Sweetwater River. Yeah, yes. the same river that f- kills Riverdale people. Right. Yes. Also, it's it got uh, uh, fizzle rocks in there as well. I mean, there's that's. Dangerous mud to be forming a human out of. No, wait, of while it. we're staying on Easter eggs for a second, I want to ask you guys a second something, because this has been popping around quite a bit about the series, and it really did not strike me the same way as it struck a lot of Riverdale fans. But if you are watching Riverdale this season, you know there's this whole thing with a character called the Gargoyle King. In order to pay tribute to the Gargoyle King, you die, which uh, is called ascending. Uh, so essentially, we don't quite understand it yet, but you could as be with the Gargoyle King in the afterlife or whatever is going to go on. Uh, they use the word ascend a bunch of times in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and a lot of people have been writing up, oh, that is a clear connection. The design of the Dark Lord is just like the Gargoyle King. We're going to find out this is all connected at the end of the season with Riverdale. My impression is, no, it's just a word, and they're using a similar word because you use that word in these types of stories. What's your guys' take? Yeah, yeah I agree. I don't I agree, think... Yeah. Uh, it's not one big... I think it's just that's a word in, that is used in religion and spirituality, and that it happens Riverdale is dealing with sort of a dark uh, religion, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see, I started speculating about, like, it would be fun if this season of Riverdale ended after they complete the whole gargoyle gang uh, thing and the whole farm plot line and all of that. Archie's wandering through the woods lost, and, you know, you hear somebody be like, hey, you look like you're lost. And they turn around, and it's Sabrina. And she's like, I'm Sabrina Spellman. Nice to meet you. And you end the season that way. That would be fun. That would be a cool... I don't know about... If you end the season, then you're expecting the next season to be about that. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if I want that, but a quick little sidebar, a quick yeah. little moment, yeah. that like a post-credit sequence. That would be great. That would be, be absolutely cool. great. But that's kind of all the connection. We talked about this the last episode, I think. Yeah. Um, that's really all I want to see. Like, I, I'm fine with it being messily connected. Yeah. I don't need explicit back and forth between the shows. But on the other side, you could see like the Gargoyle King being an actual thing in Sabrina's world. Yes, right. absolutely. That you could bring it back, you could have a real non-stick monster Gargoyle King on an episode of Sabrina. Or at least a toss-away joke of them making fun of the idea of people worshipping a Gargoyle King. Right. Like, I think that would be sort of a... Absolutely. And I will mention, to jump ahead, there is one more bigger Easter egg in this episode, which is like, blink and you miss it. Uh, but uh, I guess we can jump ahead and talk yep. about, like, they head off to the Sweetwater River to do the Mud Golem. Um, meanwhile... And Hilda is puttering around the house, goes upstairs and discovers Sabrina there. And it's a very chipper, very earnest Sabrina. It's the carrot Sabrina. 
Yes, we don't know this yet. Yeah. Right. We don't know this yet, but it is, in fact, the Mandrake uh, that has absorbed Serena's powers, this whole invasion of the body snatchers thing. Uh, and she says, ooh, make me some blueberry pancakes. I really want blueberry pancakes. Go downstairs, has them covered in maple syrup. The maple syrup is Blossom Maple Farms maple syrup. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, yeah it was Blossom Maple Farms. Oh, which how I miss cool. that. Makes sense. The Blossom family controls the maple farms, the main export of Riverdale to most of upstate New York, presumably. So, of course, they'd have it in Greendale. Of course. Of course. course. Great stuff. Um, uh, one thing we jumped past, uh, Sabrina said she loves Nick. She does. Because she loves him. Yes, everybody loves everybody. Well, she kind of said, uh, you know, I think I, I love him. No, she says she says she loves him. Uh, so she used the L word. Is it telling that we have Harvey saying he loves Roz and Sabrina saying she? Uh, she I think loves they're him. all they're moving on, right? Yeah, I yeah. honestly I bought the Sabrina Nick thing a little more because we've seen more of that. Um, but that doesn't mean that stuff hasn't been happening with Harvey and Roz off screen that we haven't seen. I yet. got real excited though that like drunk Nick was going to be a real douchebag and that was going to break up the relationship, but it didn't. No, nope, yeah. Scratchman is strong. Yeah, yeah, Scratch got his shit together and took care of business. Scratchman, uh, much stronger than Kiki Spells. I think we can all agree. Yeah, oh, man. The uh, moving over to the uh, the Church of Night, uh, we see this uh, Blackwood created a cool new statue, um, which is Judas. Yep. Yeah, um, and now the school is a straight up misogynistic nightmare. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, this was wild. Um, Prudence challenged Blackwood a little bit here. Yeah. Prudence's she- story this e- this episode was uh, a little bit all over the place, but I thought it was great. Uh, really putting her through a bunch of different. Choices. It's kind of frustrating though because Prudence is. Strong badass, and then like sometimes she's not, and then sometimes she is. But and then people sometimes are complicated. I mean, I buy yeah. it because I think a lot of what's going on and a lot of what they're playing with this episode is both explicit and not quite as explicit misogyny in terms of there's a lot of gaslighting going on, particularly with prudence that is happening, where she is craving her father's approval. She wants yeah. her father's approval. She thinks she can get in. He even tells her, you're special, you're different, which is a very clear, it's abuser language. Like, that's what he is doing with her. He's abusing her mentally, if not physically. And he tells her, you're special, you're different, you're not going to have to play by these rules, we'll treat you well. He even says the same thing about her little sister later on, which is, we'll get to that, but the breaking point with her. But that's what reels her in. That's what completely gets her on the hook, line, and singer, even when... As Zelda calls her out on and says, you see what's going on here. You see what's happening. They are pushing down the witches in favor of the warlocks. This is going to happen to you eventually. But Prudence, because Father Blackwood has repeatedly told her that she is special, again, abuser language, reinforcing that, yeah, all of that, it it gets stuck in her. She thinks that she is special. She thinks that she is going to be driven. But ultimately, Father Blackwood is out for himself. He's out for the men, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that the same thing's happening with Miss Wardwell, um, with the Dark Lord has been abusing her forever, and yeah. now she is taking that anger out on Sabrina as opposed to facing her abuser directly mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how the writing staff on the show splits between men and women, but that seems like a pretty typical thing, right? That... 
you have men abuse women and then women take it out on other women instead of taking back on men. And yeah. hopefully that's where the season is going to head by the end of the season. It definitely feels that way. Yeah. Uh, especially like this episode is a strong... The 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 way that uh, Blackwood talks about the way the school's going to be run now, I was like, oh, this the theme here is is definitely yeah. moving into this misogyny direction, which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to talk about uh, Auntie Z pulling knives on motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not quite there yet. Um, Damn it. Let's talk. We will be. Um, let's talk about so the Mandrake Sabrina. Um, Carrot she, Sabrina. Carrot Sabrina. Sorry, that's Jesus. definitely the real term. Um, she uh, goes to each of Sabrina's friends and oh, is uh, sort of shaken up those relationships. She goes to Harvey and is like, I want you to love me. We love yeah. each other. Harvey's like, what? I have the necklace. And then, boom. That actually it. sold me more on Harvey saying I love you and being earnest about it than anything else. The fact that he rejected Sabrina there or yeah. carrot Sabrina, I guess. Um, yeah. that, that made me think it was real. What's going on with him? His not yeah. love. Yeah, his not love. Yeah, uh, but then <laughs> she has a, so many um, songs about not love being real. right. She makes a gross tree sound, uh, and her eyes turn all white. And Harvey looks surprised as he always does, uh, and we move on from there. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with Harvey. Okay. I guess we'll see. Maybe you're right. Maybe their relationship is over. Hmm. Uh, uh, Mandrake, uh, Carrot, Sabrina goes to see Roz, and uh, Roz uses her cunning and is like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" We actually get to see the flashback of what the Mandrake did to. Uh, fool everybody and I thought that was cool that we only saw it in that flash yeah, yeah that was uh, great I'm glad that well we got that I also was like really worried that if Roz got her sight back she also would lose her cunning so I'm glad that she still has the cunning because I was worried about that yeah yeah. I, I think it's a good move to keep it it's a good move to have Theo have his uh, ghost relative it's a good move to I guess Harvey has his gun or his art or whatever he has his yeah, art man his and art, his, the his ultimate earnest, weapon. His supernatural superpower is his art. Yeah. And his, and his earnest. Oh, his earnestness. He's going like to pound that earnestness into a flaming sword. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Carrot Sabrina goes to Theo. Who mm-hmm. Theo's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> Theo's well, that, like, yo. That was definitely the harshest one of yes. all. Because uh, Carrot Sabrina's like, I'll turn you into a real boy. And Theo's like, I'm fine with yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah. I am okay. It was good. Yeah, it was very well written. It was very well played, that scene. And then, unfortunately, Theo gets zapped as well by Carrot Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't get to see what happens for them for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was, uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, I guess. Um, so the yeah. uh, on the other side of town, the Scarecrow Monster is going after Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, she gets back and is dirty from trying to have a mud baby. And then she's like, yo, Nick Scratch, wait for me here. I'm just going to go, you know, take a bath real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Then, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I take showers instead of baths. But Oh, cool. Well, big time over here. Wow, (laughs) Mr. Shower (laughs) Money. I don't want to speak out of turn here. Wow, you have the money to flip the lever on your faucet to go to shower? (laughs) I I, got to put in a... I have a a bath that does that for me. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) It was weird that, like, she took the time to have a bath. That's what I'm saying. That was crazy. She was like, baths. I'm going to clean up real quick. I'm going to take a long, luxurious bath in my bathtub. Come on, man. Hey, that takes, well, scratch. Even, even fill it off the tub. That takes time. Like, uh, just uh, you got a guy waiting downstairs. The apocalypse is about to happen. 
You don't have time for a bath. Well, some stress. Wash off your face and keep going. That's all I'm wow. saying. Uh, nice. Uh, well, uh, she does take a bath. She's super relaxed. Um, and that's when the Scarecrow Monster shows up. She doesn't have her powers, which is a big indicator that yeah. the mandrake yep. did work. Also, it was like kind of weird that she was like, yo, is that you, Nick Scratch, in my... Yeah. Ma- mom or aunt's sheets, which is kind of a weird no, that kinky was, thing. That was a Halloween reference, right? Like it was in the movie Halloween. I think Michael Myers comes in with a sheet at some right. point. I may be getting the horror movie wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, comes in in the sheet, takes off the sheet. Turns out it's Adam the monster, attacks Sabrina. Nick Scratch comes in, uh, saves her saves by taking the, the rib day. out. I was also so- didn't look. Nick Scratch didn't look. Yeah, I know. He's a real bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kept his eyes closed when his girlfriend, who he loves, was naked <laughs> in front of him. Uh, yeah, I was surprised about a couple of things. First of all, I was surprised they made such a big deal about the monster, Adam, and then he was taken out so easily. Second of all, I was surprised. I thought he was going to turn out to be Wesley Wyndham Price, Alexis Denisoff. I thought that was... His yeah. body under there, and that's what we were going to see, but I guess not. Also, no. I'm surprised how quickly Nick Scratch was able to find the one rib that was controlling him and then rip that out. Well, sort of, and there's a hole there. Right. Right. But like I mean, if you're uh, being attacked by somebody, do you stop and look for like maybe a loose rib? I'll look for a flaw. Okay. Look for yeah. a weak spot. Whenever I go games. apple picking at the apple farm, I always go up to the scarecrows and I root around in there, see if there's any ribs. Any ribs in here? Yeah. 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 Just loose ribs. I'm a little hungry. Uh, they so the Nick once they got the little beast out of the way, Nick talks about the prophecy he found that is literally everything Sabrina has done. Well, he takes that. He t- Sabrina reveals that she has no powers. He ends up going to Miss Wardwell to talk to her. Um, and that's when we find out. That's when he runs down the whole prophecy and talks about everything. Uh, yeah. Well, they 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 started in the house because sure. she has the book. The yeah, it's the, he's that, got the book. He's like, hey, just went and did all this research. Can I please tell you about it? And Sabrina's like, okay, footnote. this is sort of pertinent. Um, it's literally everything I've done for the first <laughs> two uh, parts of this uh, show. And uh, they put, put the pieces together about Wardwell, which I yeah. thought was great. And I thought it was really yes. well done, the fact that the prophecy really collected all of the things that Sabrina Yeah, had and done. It, this is something, the way that Sabrina it was structured. Sabrina being smart made me so happy. Sabrina being smart, but also the writers being smart. Because we've certainly asked a lot of questions about why is this happening? Why is this happening in the show? And they're bringing all of the pieces together very, very nicely throughout this. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's clear the way they've structured this, particularly towards the end of the episode, that it was very meticulously planned in terms of the season. It was all of the events, all of the things she did, not just the episodes leading up to this, which is great. I mean, I think that's something that you get a little easier with, say, a Netflix season of a show where you're able to plan everything out in advance, really work on it, get the scripts down, and then tackle the filming. Yeah. Uh, versus, say, a network thing where you're doing an entire season and things change and episode times change and whatever. Yeah. Um, it's great. I'm, I'm very impressed with what they put together so far. Uh, yeah, it is. It feels like a full package, as I guess yes. you're saying, uh, top to bottom. Um, I want to talk about this great scene between um, Zelda and Prudence. Uh, yeah. Esbeth, who, who was running to, to to join Sabrina against Blackwood's new uh, authoritarian rule, uh, Blackwood's like, we should kill her. Everyone's like, yo, dude, chill. <laughs> These rules went into effect an hour ago, yeah. and now we're murdering people? <laughs> yeah. Um, Esbeth gets thrown into, j- into the witch cell without any food. Zelda goes to give her food, and Prudence finds her. And yeah. they have a great scene about, like, uh, it's going to... 
it's going to come for you. Yeah, and, um, this, you'll be here too. Yeah. Don't be stupid. And Zelda just being able to turn a situation where she's caught doing something that's going to get her into trouble and just like finding the, the way yeah. to get out of it, which Very I thought smart. was great. Cool. And prudent sort of relents um, after she talks about the Letitia who's lost in the woods. Right. Or in the woods with the Wood Witch. And then... So then we see Father Blackwood in the office, and Prudence is like, yo, she ratted everybody out, and Auntie Z goes at the knife with Prudence's throat with a knife, yeah. which was so badass. Well, like, important. you're going to trap me. I'll, I'll cut my way out of this fucker. The, the important thing to mention, though, is that they got the baby back. They got yeah. Letitia back. Whatever. Uh, Father, whoa. Father Blackwood knows about it now. He's super pissed off because he thought the baby was dead. Um, and then, yeah, Zelda goes at Prudence with the knife. Uh, and there's this great, awful moment where uh, Zelda says, I'll kill her. And Father Blackwood says, it's all right. I have another daughter. I got to back up. And yeah. that's when Prudence realizes that everything has gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. Especially and, right after Prudence exposes uh, Zelda and like totally betrays her. And then she gets betrayed by her father, who she's trying so hard to impress. Just the, the pendulum swing there was so good. Well, my, my impression my impression was that that was Zelda's plan. She was never going to kill Prudence. She yeah. just wanted to reveal Father Blackwood to Prudence. Definitely. Right. Yeah, I don't think she would have killed Prudence. Also, I also like this because like, this really proves the reason Auntie Z took that baby out of this scenario because Father Blackwood is just poison and awful and that kid would have had a horrible life. So yeah. even giving it to a baby eater is a better life than... Uh, Father Blackwood's life. Yeah. Right. Well, because he wants to marry the babies. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, he oh, wants, so yeah. he renames Letitia Judith and is like, and eventually he, she will marry her Which brother. Which was like fucking needle scratch yeah. moment. I'm like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? I would never watch a show where that happens except for Game of Thrones. <laughs> to die. Oh. <laughs> die watching that. Oh, man. I ship Jamie and Cersei so yeah. hard. Okay, guys, let's not get distracted. Here. They're going to have a baby. This is together. really <laughs> fucked up. That's a it's fucked really up cute. moment that it's really cute. Father well, Black I do for love, you know? Babies having babies. Yeah. Uh, Would you <laughs> go to a baby wedding? Like, let's say two babies were getting married. Would you, and you were invited, and it was, say, friends of what? yours. You can't. Would you go to it? No. That's an awful thing. Okay, so you just, like, send a present and you regret no, or something? No, I would send a bomb. <laughs> and blow up the parents because that's so when fucked When you say up. a bomb, do you mean like a cartoon bomb? Yeah, no. that, honestly, when you said that, I legit pictured a big round bomb with a fuse that you light and throw like a Mario Brother villain. So I guess that's what I think of you. You're or like a, car- a giant you're a, bullet. You're a terrifying cartoon man. Yep. Uh, equal parts terrifying and cartoon. Yes. You'd eat a couple of mushrooms, cart over there, and throw your bob. Uh oh, yep. Pete looks like he has a st- he just stepped on a star. He's gonna <laughs> run right through us. Uh great. Um so let's talk about Hilda's stuff because she um she goes to confront the council and is like, Hey, Blackwood is uh, crazy. We need to stop this. The council's like, let him do what he wants, and she tells him off. Uh, great now, scene. Great scene. Great scene. That I, I thought because the council member was being so creepy. I thought maybe it was Father Blackwood pretending to be this council member. Right. Well, uh, first, though, there is the scene where Anne Hilda confronts them, yeah. and she turns around and calls them on their misogyny. She yeah. calls them on being part of the patriarchy, yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of what has been going on has been building to this, her repudiating the church, her denying them, her... St- 
turning them down, and it's great. Like, yeah, she yeah. has been standing up against everybody one after another, and I'm very excited to see what the show does with her going forward. You know, now... She's fantastic. I know we have one more episode, but now that we're at this point with Hilda where she is her own woman, she is owning her sexuality, her femininity, uh, everything else, what is she going to be like in the future? I think that's yeah. fun to see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Especially, like, that's sort of Ze- what Zelda does. Uh-huh. So, like, Hilda and Zelda's land a little bit will be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, as Pete mentioned, uh, Cigarette Smoking Man, uh, a.k.a. Methuselah. A.k.a. Metal Doily Neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, comes, sits down uh, with her and says, listen, I was just putting on airs for the council. Really, I'm total agree with you. Father Blackwood is out of control. Uh, let's bring him to his knees. Speaking of bringing things to their knees, what are you going to do for me? Oh, yeah. So and awful and creepy. She looks awkward and uncomfortable, but don't worry. She fed him two spiders. <laughs> that was yeah. so great. <laughs> when great she was later, she was like, oh, speaking of members of the co- uh, council, opens the door and there's like some dude covering the spiders and spider webs. That was awesome. It was uh, for a scene that was like about uh, sexual harassment and then murdering your harasser. It was done in a pretty like, look at this goof (laughs) uh, way. Um, But yeah, it was great. And uh, like we're saying, Hilda is definitely... being quite powerful. Yeah. yeah. So uh, getting back to the Miss Wardwell stuff, after they realize that she has been behind everything the whole time, they run to confront her. They use the rib to freeze her. And Sabrina goes off to join up with Ambrose to figure out what to do about the fake Sabrina. Ambrose has just figured out that uh, this is Carrot Sabrina. Uh, and Sabrina comes in and they set up a little bit of a duel. A duel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, meanwhile, before that happened, yeah, we got to get through all the carrot There's tests. some from fun carrot Sabrina stuff where she just straight up murders these uh, warlocks that Blackwood yep. sent, which was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, carrot Sabrina is making mandrakes out of all of their human friends. Uh, Dorothea, the ghost, wakes up Theo, and Theo is like, shit. And just wrecks those. Oh, vegetables. dude! <laughs> Theo, Theo hates vegetables. <laughs> I I loved Carrot Harvey. Was so yeah. ridiculous. Was like, yeah. I'm basically <laughs> Harvey. Oh, come on! You watch your mouth. Man. I'm like Harvey, just no moist. Way, man. <laughs> dude, Harvey's line afterwards. He's like, "I'm never going to eat vegetables again." Yeah, fantastic. Funny. And then Roz is like, "When did you ever eat vegetables?" Uh, slam. Very fast. He goes I'm down mines. He eats meat. He See that relationship so healthy? They can like burn each other like that and still yeah. be cool. Oh, so fun. Yeah. That's super fun. Honestly, Mandrake Harvey, I'm down for him. Yeah. I'll take care of Harvey over regular Harvey. Uh, I what? also want to say we were talking about this last episode of the podcast, but Kiernan Shipka has been so fantastic these past couple of episodes, yes. and particularly this episode, playing the doer roles. She's great at Sabrina, but so also good. Carrot Sabrina. So funny. Like, it was yeah. such a funny, weird way that she played that. I, I loved seeing her. Uh, play both of those sides of the scenes. Yeah, yeah. it was really great. Uh, also, was anybody else worried that uh, when Nick Scratch was alone with Madam Satan there? She was like, oh, hey, Nick Scratch, you just watch Madam Satan real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go take care of this other thing. I definitely I like, this thought. This is not going to end well. That he was going to be fooled by his bad boy ways. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she got to, you know, she was like, read me what it says. I was like, Nick Scratch, don't read it to her. But uh, it ended up being a positive thing. It was a great time. What great a connection twist. point. What a twist. Uh, speaking of twists, well, f- before we get to the twist, uh, Roz says that she loves Harvey, yeah. uh, making their relationship real. Yeah, and then yeah. we had that fun uh, third wheel drinking water. Like, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so their relationship is real, and nothing will ever break it up, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Prudence uh, lets Zelda out, uh, finishing her pendulum swing back to being on Zelda's side, uh, saying we got to put a stop to this misogyny. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And I love this reveal of what the prophecy is, what Wardwell says, the final perversion um, is suicide, of coming back from the dead is suicide, meaning Sabrina would kill herself, or in this case, kill the Mandrake. And I was worried when she said suicide, because Sabrina before was talking about like, oh, is Carrot Me going to feel things? And I was yeah. like, is Sabrina uh, right. gonna, in the duel like shoot herself in the head? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, clearly, that's not what happened. But, but they do Sabrina go out to do. Fucking cheated. Well, she cheated. Yes. And so they go back. into the woods to do the duel. She, she ends up shooting the Mandrake at nine. The Mandrake's super sad it was about at it. Eight motherfucker. It was, it was nine. Eight, it was and eight. eight and a half. No, it was eight. Bam. I think the Mandrake said nine. What is it? What does it matter? <laughs> well, you're saying did the extra second was cool? No, I'm just saying like she was straight up. She was like, I'm cheating this motherfucker. You're saying it's more fucked up to shoot at eight? Yeah. Than nine? Yeah. What, what about, about seven? five? <laughs> <laughs> Five's even worse. Seven's worse. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think it's better. If you're going to do it, why wait all the time? Yeah. Just do, do it, it at one. Do it at one. one. One and shoot. Yeah, turn around and shoot somebody in the you're back of that. More likely to hit if you're doing it at one. That's fucked up, though, that you don't think you can beat a carrot version of you in a duel. Yo, carrots, are, they are strong. They give yeah. you eyesight. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's it. Cool, but you don't think you can beat a carrot in a duel? Have I'll, some faith. I'll tell you what. I have a bunch of carrots in my fridge. I don't, I don't touch them. He doesn't fuck with them. <laughs> They've been not. there for a long time. And Jesus. honestly, one of them has his face. <laughs> 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 carrot Alex is going to be in here hosting oh, the show yeah, being like, carrot hey, Alex. guys. Hey, wait, how do we know it's give, really you? Give me a hug. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if it, that's, yeah, that's, how, that's how you know it's Carrot yeah, Alex. He yeah. wants a hug. So she shoots the Mandrake. The Mandrake dies. Very sad scene. It she really was well the Mandrake. Uh, but Miss Wardwell does a little heel turn of her own where she realizes after Nick reads the entire prophecy, uh, I don't know why she didn't realize this before, but not only is Sabrina going to open hell and bring the Dark Lord in his true form, but also she is going to sit by his side as his queen. So Miss Wardwell's like, all right, that's it. Come on. I'm turning around the apocalypse right now. Everybody out. Uh, and she and Nick run to the woods to try to stop Sabrina, but they're too late. We get some sweet old school graphics lightning, yeah. uh, which was super fun. Very cool. Yes, Pete. All right. So they've mentioned this a couple of times in the episode. They make it clear that true form, true form. What does that mean? Is that going to mean it's going to be like instead of like half, you know, like half horse or half whatever? It's going to be like full horse, or are they going to go with <laughs> like a, a human with the tail and the little pitchfork? Oh, the, da- the Dark Lord. Yeah, yeah he's going to turn into a horse. Says, they keep saying <laughs> tree, true yeah, form, and I'm like, well, what is that? I mean, mean, first of all, I'd say he's a goat, but I, I think he'll probably go full horse next episode. You, <laughs> it's just going to be a horse? Yeah. And you'd be like, what's be like, that Dark Lord? Oh, yeah, it does what's that Dark Lord? You want to say? Uh, somebody give Mr. an apple Red? to the Dark Lord. Yeah, yeah. Turns into well, Mr. it's Red interesting. Episode. I was reading some spoilers about the last episode, and their peanut butter budget went way up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that's how you get a horse to talk. You rub peanut butter on the ribs. Okay, cool. Yeah. But Wait, actually, what? wasn't that an urban legend about Mr. Ed? Yeah, I think that's not true. Yeah, he no. could actually talk. Do you guys know what uh, the Dark Lord's true form is? Uh, I think Goat Man, Big Dick. <laughs> same, same form, but his dick is bigger. Yeah, exactly. Go man, big dick. That's my true form. Yo, you think uh, it's not a joke? That's what I think. 
Well, I just wonder if they're saying true form because they don't want to have to keep putting all that makeup and shit on him. So it's just going to be human. He's going to be a dude. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a dude. <laughs> he went through all of this so his dick could be like two inches bigger. <laughs> well, that's dude. not. That's definitely within the realm of possibility. I think it's just hey, going to be a it's dude. Not how big it is? It's he's how like he it, you know? betrayed his true lord because he's like two inches. Yeah, I want it. <laughs> and God ripped off his wigs, threw him down, turned him into a goat man. What, what do you or think a horse man, if you will. One what, inch per what wig. Is the, what do you think the true form is? I think probably a horse with a big dick. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you mean the horse? Yeah. A regular oh, horse. Yeah, a regular horse. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't think it's going to be a dude, just a dude? <laughs> Why do you keep it? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you worried about? Well, they kept saying, like, his true form is true form. What, so are you I'm, worried it's going to be you? What? <laughs> what if it's you? Yeah. It's uh, I'm not worried. It's gonna again. Be this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I saw um, the next episode is a mirror. <laughs> Just it's a mirror, yeah. and you're gonna look into it. It'll be wow. like, hey man, his true like form a, is a mirror. It's a mirror, and it turns no. out the whole thing was a season of Black Mirror. No. Whoa, oh, that would be. Crazy. I don't know if you guys realize this, but the Black Mirror, when you turn off the TV, it kind of looks like a Black Mirror <laughs> a little oh bit. Oh my god, what is it's happening? pretty weird, right? <laughs> what is happening? Right also, phones like most digital devices. Now digital, that I think yeah, about it, that's true. Yeah. Huh. So I'm going to do some research. <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem bright though. Put a pin in that. Doesn't no, really track. So, do you think the next episode is going to pick up right in the lightning storm, or are we going to have to have like a flashback and then deal I, with this? I shit? don't know. I don't know. What else do you want to talk about with the episode? Anything else other than horses with big dicks? Uh, <laughs> I covered my <laughs> notes. That's all I had written. Is that <laughs> say the horse stuff? <laughs> I did. In this episode, which witch reigns supreme? Pete, because you haven't been here the past couple of episodes, we'll start with you. Which witch reigns supreme? I'm going to say Hilda. Uh, she's fantastic, and uh, I, I love how badass she is. <laughs> You're like the tears of a clown over here. Why are you so, you guys so sad? Well, no, I think she's amazing, and I'm very happy with how far she's come and how all the great stuff she got to do. Okay. Cool. Great. What so about Ernest, you, Justin? Definitely the Harvey of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to go with Carrot Sabrina. Oh, Carrot Sabrina? Carrot Sabrina. I was going to go by with Carrot far. Sabrina, too. So good. someone who liked, wants uh, hugs. Uh, to your point, I was going to say this as well. Uh, Karen Shipka's acting, it was so good, especially as Carrot Sabrina, I thought it was awesome. It was great. What an arc to go from being born to doing all this uh, sort of fucked up, rattling stuff, and to then die in the truly heartfelt way. Great one episode character arc. Carrot Sabrina for life. All right, Home. since you took Carrot Sabrina, I think for this episode, I'm going to go with Dorcas. Uh, Dorcas really, she didn't appear on that's screen true. necessarily. No, she did. She was in the... No, no, no as she as was, was not in this episode at all. But you think they could have made Dorcas as Beth. <laughs> that saved themselves. Possibly, or something. Yeah, like doubled up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but she she really, she powered Prudence. There was Prudence gave that whole speech. I can't leave my sisters, particularly Dorcas. Agatha, yeah. I could take her leave, to be honest with you. Well, it was very funny when it was like, I can't leave my sisters. And even Zelda was like, oh, Letitia? No, she'll be fine. She was like, no, those other characters I'm always around, <laughs> Dorcas and the other one. <laughs> uh, no, but Carrot Sabrina also. Uh, Karen yeah. Chippa was great so in that good. role. So much fun. I'm sad she got shot and pulped at the end. Uh, Could be a all right. Before we go. Open if your you crisper want... drawer and there's your own Carrot <laughs> Sabrina. Oh, oh yeah. Man. There's a little Carrot Sabrina inside of all of us. Exactly. 
If you like to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's yeah, Improv Theater in Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll cast a witchy spell on you. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and at Riverdale Dark. Check us out at Comic Book Club at live.com for this podcast and more. Also, of course, let us know uh, how big uh, Horace's dick is going to show up Definitely. next hand, episode. Hand Come measure on, it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop oh, talking. What the fuck? <laughs>